0: The Medical School Headquarters Podcast, session number 150. I swear to fulfill, to the best of my ability and judgment, this covenant. I will respect this hard-won scientific gains of those physicians in whose steps I walk and gladly share such knowledge as is mine with those who are to follow. I will apply for the benefit of the sick all measures which are required, avoiding those twin traps of overtreatment, and therapeutic nihilism. I will remember that there is art to medicine as well as science, and that warmth, sympathy, and understanding may outweigh the surgeon's knife or the chemist's drug. I will not be ashamed to say, I know not, nor will I fail to call on my colleagues when the skills of another are needed for a patient's recovery. I will respect the privacy of my patients for their problems are not disclosed to me that the world may know. Most especially, must I tread with care in matters of life and death. If it is given me to save a life, all thanks, but it may also be within my power to take a life. This awesome responsibility must be faced with great humbleness and awareness of my own frailty. Above all, I must not play at God. I will remember that I do not treat a fever chart, a cancerous growth, but a sick human being whose illness may affect the person's family and economic stability. My responsibility includes these related problems, if I am to care adequately for the sick. I will prevent disease whenever I can, for prevention is preferable to cure. I will remember that I remain a member of society, with special obligations to all my fellow human beings, those sound of mind and body, as well as the infirm. If I do not violate this oath, may I enjoy life and art, respected while I live, and remembered with affection thereafter. May I always act as to preserve the finest traditions of my calling, and may I long experience the joy of healing those who seek my help. Episode 150. Every 50 episodes, we've read the Hippocratic Oath, and this time it was my turn, because last time it was Allison's turn, and she's joining me today. How are you doing, Alison?
1: I'm good. How are you, Ryan? Gray?
0: I'm doing well. It's been a while since we've had you on.
1: It has.
0: And you've seen... Everybody write in and say how much they miss you.
1: Oh, well, I don't know about everybody, but I'm very touched every time somebody mentions that they enjoy having me on. I'm I'm flattered. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so, what did somebody write recently about you being an inspiration to them or something like that?
1: Yeah, that was pretty awesome. It really I I mean sincerely, it really does mean a lot and I'm I'm glad um if I make a difference to anybody out there.
0: So, 150 episodes in. Our sound. Wowza. Our, our sound quality has been better than it is today. Uh, we're not recording on our normal equipment. We're actually not in the same place as we're recording this, mm. as we always have been in, before. But we wanted to record 150 together, so we're making it happen. Yes. So, what uh, I wanted to talk with you about. Uh, this isn't going to be a, a, a nuts and bolts podcast. It's not gonna maybe we'll talk a little bit about medicine, but I wanted to talk to you about what we have learned from doing 150 episodes of the podcast and and how we're using that, or more specifically, I guess you are using that in your practice today. Um that's that's kind of what I wanted to talk about.
1: Cool. I like it.
0: So you've you've got your pulse now a little bit on the pre-med journey again from everything that we've been doing with the medical school headquarters, helping pre-meds get into medical school. And we've talked a lot about different aspects of medicine in the podcast. We talked about your health issues, my health issues, uh, and how that's changed us as physicians. But what is what has dealing with pre-meds and informing pre-meds and educating and motivating and inspiring pre-meds to continue on this journey. Do you take that at all with you to work?
1: I do. Um, because I think it's, it's so important to, um, respect and be supportive and helpful to the next generation of physicians and, I see all the time the angst that physicians have um, through Facebook, through friends of mine, um, through interactions with colleagues, um, just in the news about how much angst there is. And so I see that and I want so much for this next generation, all the next generations of physicians to still want to um, make this as good a craft as it can be and still want to become physicians in the first place and not be deterred by the challenges that we have today.
0: Yeah. I, I like that. I think there was a part of the, the Hippocratic Oath that I was reading that just, it read so much to, to what we do about educating those that follow. Uh, and I'm trying to reread it to figure out where it was. Um, it, it acts here, or it, it says here, may I always act so as to preserve the finest traditions of my calling. And Absolutely. I, I think that's what we do.
1: I think so, too. I think so, too. There has to be a, a light it, you know, in the darkness of all of the you know, angriness, it's not a word, anger about how medicine has changed for the worse and how bitter people are and how it's not what it used to be. Medicine hasn't changed. All the stuff around it may have changed, but medicine is still about caring for patients, about treating illness, about making people well, or carrying them through the most difficult times in their lives, that has not changed one bit. Human beings are human beings just like they were 500 years ago, 100 years ago. What's changed are all of the things around it that can make life hard. Um, And it's funny. I mean, God, you know, hundreds of years ago, we didn't have antibiotics. We didn't have surgeries that, you know, like the kind we have today. And a lot more people died and we, (laughs) we had bloodletting. (laughs) Yeah, right. We had leeches, which they still use, I guess. Um, but you know, the, the thing people I think fail to remember is that there were challenges then that were just different from the challenges we have now. So, It makes me sad when I see things about, you know, how, you know, the bureaucrats and the administrators have ruined the practice of medicine and we can't even practice anymore. It's, it's sad because it's letting all of that get in the way of this craft and this, 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 it's just incredible calling and important thing. I mean, Ryan and I always joke about like, if there were a zombie apocalypse, which I'm like actually terrified of because I'm (laughs) terrified of zombies. Um, and yeah, that's a whole other story. But anyway, um, you know, if there were some kind of apocalypse, I mean, no matter what happens on this planet, as long as there is a planet Earth, there will be a need to help make people well because people will get sick from one thing or another. So we will always need to be Good healers, and so no matter what happens with all of the bureaucracy and the the insurance companies and the pharmaceutical companies, all the challenges that are thrown our way, we will always need to be the best that we can be at this. So to give up, to get, you know, um, I don't know, to just to throw in the towel, it is, it makes me sad. So. I think that what we do here every day, if we can inspire even one person to push forward and continue on that journey to be confident and not get, you know, um, you know thrown throw off your path, I think that means a great deal.
0: I totally 100%, one one million percent, if that's possible, uh, agree with that sentiment. I know it came in a little jarbled. I'm sorry for you, you listening, um, but... I think we're good now with our sound quality. So uh, hopefully it'll it'll hold out. So what has been your your favorite or best memory so far of 150 podcast episodes? Or maybe it's not even a podcast episode, just interacting with the pre-meds or uh, emails we've gotten, stuff we've written on the website.
1: Oh, man, that's really hard because <laughs> there have been – well, it's been a long journey, right? Cause one hundred and fifty episodes, I mean, when did we begin all this a long time ago now? Uh, one
0: hundred and fifty six our one hundred and fifty sixth episode will be exactly three years. so we're we're just shy of three years.
1: Wow. So, my goodness. um I mean, there are lots of awesome memories. I think what sticks out to me is is people writing in and telling us that, hearing from you, hearing from me, hearing from the both of us, um, hearing from great people you've interviewed has really kept them going in the low moments when they've um, thought that it wasn't even possible. Um, and then, you know, they turn around and, and they're on their way to medical school. I mean, those success stories, the 15 plus people from the academy who've gotten into medical school and that is just hugely rewarding.
0: Yeah, I I think... We've gotten a ton of feedback from uh, like reviews, uh, which if you haven't left one, medicalschoolhq.net/slash/itunes. But reviews from people saying, "Hey, I got into medical school, and uh, I want, I want you guys to know that I think it's because of this podcast." Uh, and so there, there are probably dozens, if not hundreds, I, I would venture to say, students out there that are in medical school, starting medical school. Um, that have listened to the podcast and hopefully if, if they didn't get knowledge to help them on their journey, at least uh, I would hope that they would have been motivated and inspired and, and reassured that it's the right path for them.
1: Absolutely. What have been your favorite moments, Ryan?
0: Oh, I, I think the the best part is just the relationships that I've been able to build with not only students but also like Dr. Politis down at WashU in St. Louis. I've had him on the podcast, I think three times, and we're talking about a fourth episode or two times, and we're talking about a third. Uh, Dr. Rivera from the the dean uh, at NYU. Uh, he's been on the podcast once. And he's coming on again in a couple weeks to talk about another topic. So the, the relationships that I've made have been uh, been huge. Obviously, the relationships with the Academy members, which if you, if you don't know what the Academy is, go to jointheacademy.net. But the Academy members has been huge, Seeing uh, getting emails, getting messages from, from those that are, have been accepted. I want to read, actually, an email that came in just a week ago from one of our academy members, it says, "Dear, dear it says Dr. Ryan Gray, I just got my first acceptance this morning as I was walking into another school's interview. talk about a confidence booster, anyway, I wanted to thank you and Allison. I could not have done it without you, literally. I did not have access to an advisor as a previous drama slash psychology double major. I was going into this blind, relying what i relying on what I found on the internet." school's websites, and a handful of books about getting into medical school. Having you to bounce questions off of was invaluable. Doing a mock interview with you allowed me to work through my nerves and responses before it really mattered. And your weekly podcast not only got me through the misery that is LA traffic, they motivated me when I got disheartened, inspired me when I got scared, and gave me useful information on the path I was taking. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From a clueless pre-med to a soon-to-be medical student.
1: Awesome.
0: That's awesome. awesome.
1: And you know, Ryan, I think that highlights, uh, it's a perfect segue into what I was going to say, which is as your wife, I feel it's my privilege to be able to toot your horn and I will, I think I'm so proud of you and, and the real expert that you've become. I mean, you are a force of nature now in the pre-med advising world. I mean, you have so much expertise that you've gained over the last three years and it's been amazing to see and people really look to you for guidance. Um advisors do. Um people who work at medical schools do not just students and I just think it's phenomenal what you've built and created and how much knowledge you have accumulated that you can now give back.
0: That actually was probably my second favorite experience was seeing one of the reviews in iTunes. And and, and I don't want this episode to feel like we're we're just talking about how awesome we are, but it's just inspiring. But the 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 review said um something about it being a good podcast. And the the reviewer said, I heard about this podcast from my pre-med advisor.
1: Exactly. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll take Absolutely.
1: it. Absolutely. And it's just positive feedback for you to just keep going. And I'm right here with you. But I mean, as I've always said, this has been your your baby from the beginning and you continue to pour everything into this. And now literally more than ever, because this has become a full-time gig for you. And so I'm just proud of you as well.
0: What if, if this is somebody's first episode that they're listening to, what would you recommend them to do to, to go back and catch up? Or are there any particular um, highlights that they should catch?
1: I think just basically binge listen is is the way to go.
0: I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always amazed (laughs) when when somebody says they've listened to like all 150 episodes in like two weeks. I'm like, ouch.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I I think part of the nice thing about the podcast, too, is that it's not all – I mean, there are people who've written in and said, you know, I have to pull over when I'm driving so I can take notes, which I think is awesome. But I think it's good to have a variety of things to take in and, you know, hearing about um, hearing from different types of interviewees, hearing about just general knowledge and advice for, uh, you know, when you become a medical student or when you're a pre-med, when you become a medical student, when you become a physician, um, talking about the issues and challenges that physicians face nowadays. Um, so I think it's it's good to listen to all of of it, honestly. I mean, you could certainly go through, you can go through the website, go through iTunes and, and try to pick out the ones that, that kind of call to you. Like if you're a non-trad, you can go through and, and try to pick out the ones that, that are you know specifically for you. But I really think everything is applicable um, to, to everybody on some level. So I just, hey, I mean, it's like your favorite TV show. You got to just binge watch it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like it. Well, this is going to be a shorter episode. Uh, I just want to thank you for listening to, if this is your first one, if this is your 150th one, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to, to listen to us. I, I greatly appreciate it.
1: As do I, and you all are the reason that we do this. And so thank you. Thank you for letting us know what this means to you. If we're helping you other ways that we can be helping you and just thank you for all of your support and giving us your ears every week.
0: The, the one thing that I, I know makes a, a huge difference to us is affecting more people. And, and inspiring more people. So if I could tell you one thing to do today, as, as you as you get to school, uh, after driving through the horrible misery of LA traffic, uh, wherever you are, um, tell, tell your classmate, tell that person sitting next to you in Orgo, tell your pre-med advisor, uh, grab their phone and download the podcast onto their, their phone and, and let them know that we're here uh, for them as well as you.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. Allison, I think we'll call it quits. Uh, I hope you join us next week here at the Medical School Headquarters Podcast.